so we're jam packed for time. I I just want to you know go at breakneck speed and get this okay. get this going as fast as we can. So you know, in true enemy slime podcast fashion, let's fuck the story. But let's do bring up an interesting point, which is uh, <laughs> first of all, this is the enemy slime podcast. This is episode forty. This uh, is the enemy slime podcast oh. episode forty. Oh, Ooh, it's so much Ooh. better. It's so much better. <laughs> so satisfying. <laughs> you, so if if you if you recognize that radio, like made for radio, right out of the factory voice, we are joined once more after a bit of an absence. We we have with us Mr. Jason Brown. Well, you know, I'm wearing a vest made from a dead yeti because that's where I've been. I've been fighting monsters in the wilderness. So you, uh, you, you've had a big, you know, big time because a lot of stuff going on in your, in your other, you know, line of work. Um, yes. And I, I did make baller dollars, which I, you know, used to upgrade and I will be making more baller dollars someday. How much, how much dedicated wham do you have on your computer now? I have, um, 1,024 megabytes of dedicated wham. That's, that is almost enough, uh, to run a server the last I checked. Yes. Um, now, okay, crisis. we're we're do, we're doing a three p here. So I, I have with us our our newfound friend, Mr. Doug Wilson. He is back once more. Here I am. And and there you go. That's proof right there. Yeah. Uh, we weren't just playing a recording of his voice. Lucio Lorenzino is with us also. That's right. And I wouldn't miss this for the world. You will notice that we are missing our good friend, Mr. J. Joseph, tonight. He is fighting. Well, he's probably also fighting Yetis. I think uh, I think that seems to be a pretty regular occurrence for podcast cast members. Well, anything's got to be more fun than playing Watch Dogs, right? <laughs> That's true. I almost went two podcasts without mentioning Watch Dogs. Ah, fucking Watch Dogs, man. <laughs> and, then, and then for anybody checking in on, on past people, let's see. Jennifer Daw is doing good, but we haven't heard from her. Uh, Feli is alive, as far as we know, and still drawing. And Michael still works at the zoo. And um, the last... This is, like, this is like the end of every movie where they show like what everybody's doing after the movie. Yeah, yeah, what happened. And, and you know, there's the one that died and the one that, you know, works at the zoo still and shoveling gorilla shit he's a lion tamer now he's a lion tamer yeah he well he, he tamed them so now he's back to the gorillas but he got a brief respite to tame some lions so. beautiful let's talk news for a little bit shall we so so we, before we do this i want to point out that yeah we have a birthday oh shit whose birthday is it your birthday no it's rio's birthday he turned 50 it's yes, who that's from street fighter oh oh oh, oh, oh you mean oh. rue i'm so sorry guys i I always. It's I don't one know of those, how you can overlook that man. It's video games before there was voice acting, so I'm sorry. He's Ryu. Yeah, yeah, he's Ryu <laughs> to me as well. He's fucking Ryu. It's, it just you seems can like whatever, you, can you can call, call him whatever I, you want. As long as you know, I, I think calling him Ryu is a good. It's like a good mix between being, you know, like you don't know and like you know too much. <laughs> because if you know too much, then you know apparently it's supposed to be Rue. That's is, what I heard. Is that, is that, I, I mean, I, I I'm I, not, we, we need the soup keeper here to tell us. Okay. If yeah. you are, if you are a, a gorillas, if you are or know a Japanese person, then <laughs> please, uh, write into us and let us know how you say his name, but there you go. So happy birthday to, to Ryu. And how, how old is he? I, I saw the thing. Is 50. he's 50. He's 50. <laughs> so, born in nine, he was born in 1964, man. 
So those That's old, how old Street Fighter is. <laughs> those, old, those old knees of his, they're not going to be doing so good, right? I, 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 I mean, pray I he's know, no man. longer Street Fighter. How many Street Street you have left in him? Yeah, he's retired from the Street Fighting game. He's, I was uh, going to say, when, usually when you're 50 year old, years old and still fighting on the street, you are dressed like a hobo. I, it's bum fights, right? Yeah. That's <laughs> pretty right. much what he is, though. Bum fighting so how, Ryu. How old Zangief, then? Oh, Oops. God. He's seventy. Zangief is probably. What about, what about the Sim? The Sim was old when the game came out. Yeah, that's true. Um, I think that most of the cast of Street Fighter should like you know have walkers and stuff at this point. <laughs> They're still probably more fit than me. So all credits to you, Street Fighter people. Well, there you go. Who aren't real? It's a glowing endorsement. Let's <laughs> let's talk a little bit about uh, delays because today is the delay day. Uh, I don't know if you guys caught all of this. I actually didn't even know about the second one here until we started looking around on the internet a little bit. But uh, Electronic Arts today announced that they're going to be pushing their you know, very exciting first-person shooter, Battlefield Hardline, uh, back from the holiday season. So it was going to come, come out in, I think, November? I, I don't think they'd specified. But either way, it's being pushed back to early 2015. That's one down. And the other release that's getting pushed back is actually also an electronic arts game. Uh, Dragon Age Inquisition is really? moving from October 7th to November 21st. So it's still staying within the year, but uh, but it's being pushed back. And, and fun fact about Dragon Age, Doug and I were doing a little bit of searching around on the internet. If you want to pre-order it, I noticed, unless you do it through Origin, you are pre-ordering a digital deluxe version and you're paying $70 instead of 60 for it. Well, you get what? a bog unicorn. You get a bog unicorn. There's a list of things that it comes with and one of them is a bog unicorn. I'm not even making this up. You get armor with the digital deluxe version, some new armor. You get a horse and some armor for the horse. And then mm. I'm not really sure what the bog unicorn is, but it looks like a horse with a sword in its mouth. <laughs> That's worth $10. So... <laughs> If you uh, if you've been thinking about it, so yeah, I mean, it does look like the game will have a standard sixty dollars edition, but you can't pre-order it. Just so what well, they're actually doing is they're making you pay for the pre-order bonuses. Is this what's going on here? I I think kind I'm of. I'm just getting pissed off now. Yeah, that's the vibe that I get. But the thing is, is that it, they haven't announced yet. But there there could still be pre-order bonuses too. So you could <laughs> you a white bog unicorn. You could have this ten dollars <laughs> rolled into the pre-order price, and then also have you know still not get everything, and have like you know buy it at Walmart to get the limited edition fog unicorn to go with your bog one. <laughs> the, okay. The, the deluxe unicorn set. Best Buy gets the sog unicorn. He's soggy. Yeah, this is the wet, un- the slightly wet unicorn. And there's the wooden <laughs> unicorn that is the log unicorn. The log Where, unicorn. Where's the uh, the the desert unicorn? You know that one's gonna be the corner. Kmart. Now there Kmart. is one unicorn that was really popular in the '90s, but that would be the pog unicorn. Oh my god! <laughs> so <laughs> yes, the, the unicorn made it. Is it made of pogs or is it just on a pog? <laughs> I, I think it's just on a pog, so no. it just lays there flat. Yeah. The uh, Japanese I, edition gets the Mog Unicorn. Okay. <laughs> Are there any other words that rhyme with Og that we can think of? Oh, 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 shit, shit. There's the canine uh, infused version, the Dog Unicorn. Of course. For a fitness yeah. enthusiast, the Jog Unicorn. Oh, yep, that's tr- that's true. So when you when you don't want to ride the unicorn, you just want to run alongside it. Yeah, it's it's short enough that you don't fit on top of it, but it makes for an excellent jogging partner. It's like my fitness pal if it was a unicorn. Anyway, that got weird. So let's talk about some other stuff here. 
we actually had a bunch of releases today slash this week. Uh, Hearthstone had a new expansion come out. Uh, Dark Souls 2 dropped its first piece of DLC. I, is it three that they've got planned for the game? Yeah, three. And I think they all come out one right after the other every month. Okay, so so more Dark Souls the the next month. Do you uh, do you know off the top of your head, Doug, if there's pricing on that? What does that set you back? Uh, Ten dollars for each pack, or I think you can get a season pass on the PC and the PlayStation Three. But I don't think they're currently offering it on the Xbox for twenty five. Which is of course where I bought it. So uh-huh. that's that's how that would work. Um, <laughs> and then Hearthstone, if you're not aware, they're ex- they're, Blizzard has actually been very sensitive to not call it an expansion. It's just a set of uh, solo missions that grant you some new cards and uh, that set is basically the first piece of it is free as of this week and then every week from here on out until they're out of expansions basically they'll release a new set of cards and a new set of challenges for people so that's kind of cool uh, and you can pay for that with in-game currency or with your own money and I, I looked at the pricing but I can't remember what it comes out to be other kind of interesting one is uh, The Walking Dead's newest episode uh, launched this week as well and then on top of it, The Last of Us Remastered is here now, too. So, I mean, everything that you can dream of, pretty much. Hmm. Other just little piece of news that was kind of interesting is Microsoft released some earnings statements to investors. And they, they spun it in a positive way, but most of the internet doesn't seem to agree with that uh, cheerful outlook. They said that in their last, in in quarter four, uh, they only sold, or no, not sold. I need to make sure I get this right. They only shipped 1.1 million Xbox One and Xbox 360 systems, and that's combined. So maybe not the best best numbers for them. Now, obviously, oh, go ahead. I will have to look at that, but um, it does sound like they're trying to paint it in a positive light. Yeah, it, it it does seem to have that slant a little bit. So I mean, when you use the word "shipped" instead of "sold," that's a, an automatic red light. Like you know, well, something is going on. You know, a, a million—that's not—that's not a lot of systems, too. I mean, you you look at yeah. like like Mario Kart Eight sold more Wii U's for that system than uh, than than the entire. That that's a lot for two entire um, lines of Xboxes. It's strange to me that they're including the 360 on that too. So. Well, so that makes you wonder how much of it is Xbox One because they don't specify. Sorry. They don't specify between the two, and it seems to me like they would want to inflate the Xbox One number as much as they can. Now, bear in mind that quarter four is before they removed the Connect, and everybody across the board has, has said that uh, you know their sales kind of shot up once the Connect left the system. So maybe that'll make a difference, and, and that'll help a bit. Uh, as of right now, there's still really. I would say nothing to play on the Xbox One. <laughs> um, there's the launch titles, and then that's pretty much been it. Titanfall. Everything else. Oh, yeah, I guess Titanfall, but that's also... Unless on, if you don't have a PC. That's also on PC. And I'm not saying that the PlayStation 4 is just brimming with exclusive content, but it looks a little better than that. And, uh, you know, on, on top of it, I, I think right now the Wii U is killing it uh, with, with, with exclusives, at least, if you want to talk about that. Well, I'm, so, I think the Xbox will have a pretty big bump when the Halo anniversary kind of four game additional come out. I think that'll give them a pretty good sales bump, especially since I don't think Sony has any major games coming out for the rest of the year. Yeah, I think I think we've kind of got everything that we're going to get exclusively from Sony. What what were you saying, Jason? No, I was just going to say I was <clears throat> a bit shocked that they did. You say they were mixing 
they were bragging about the sales by mixing in Xbox 360 sales. That's what that's what it looks like. And that's maybe exactly it's like saying if I, if I add my dollar to every dollar that everyone else has, I'm like a trillionaire. Yeah, no, you're <laughs> you're the richest dude I know. Yeah, yeah, so, that's totally true for sure. But yeah, that uh, that seems to be the way that they're that they're playing it. And so, I mean, good for them, I guess. So. I mean, no, but okay, whatever. I hope it, I hope it works out for them. <laughs> yeah. But sure. now, before massive, oh, good. What was that, Lucia? They also announced massive layoffs. Oh, yes. A lot of it has to do with the acquisition of Nokia. Yeah. But I think that there might be because the numbers are very large. It's probably the biggest layoff in a long time that I've seen. I don't think that's all just Nokia. I think there's something else going on there. And the Nokia acquisition is kind of like a screen. We know that there are at least a few people from the Windows team that were included there. I, yep. ha- I haven't heard of anybody from the the Microsoft development branch for games. And I haven't heard of anybody from the Xbox side of things being laid off. But it, it, you're, you're absolutely right that it's such a large number that they laid off. I wouldn't be surprised if that's included in that. Um, I mean, the Xbox division, I think, is probably one of the few that are still profitable. That, that that's so. the thing, is the reception that Windows 8 has received, I think, is probably dragging that company down far more than an Xbox could ever do. But maybe I'm wrong. People uh, seem to really... I think it's turning around. Every time I talk to someone about Windows 8, they say they love it. And you, really you gotta look at... You got to look at the glass half full. Look how much we drove up Windows 7 sales once Windows 8 came out. That's true. It's <laughs> yeah. the perfect strategy. Fact, <laughs> one of the reasons why I'm considering upgrading my computer now is because when I buy a new computer, I wanted to have Windows 7 and I want to buy it while I still can. So really, they're, they're facilitating <laughs> hardware sales. Yeah, yes. pretty much. Maybe there's some hardware kickbacks there. Um, I'm actually running eight for my primary workstation and, and and my work workstation actually now, and it's worked out pretty well for me, especially for my uh, office computer because we have a lot of software that doesn't run on Windows eight. So now I have an excuse not to work in any of it. <laughs> so uh, that's I, been, guess that, I guess that's a positive. That's I mean, been pretty great. Jared pulled out his financials. I'm like, sorry, Windows, Windows. eight. <laughs> Can't help. Nothing to be done. So I prepped some stuff for us to to do to celebrate our our uh, big big fortieth anniversary. But before we do, I mean, I don't know about you guys, but it's been kind of a dry week for me. Is there any games or anything that anybody's been playing that is uh, worth talking about or mentioning? Or um, I have a huge backlog, and so what I did is since I have nothing to review this week, I decided not to play any of it, and instead. Install again, uh, Sid Meier's self Centauri. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, so I don't give know us why. your review. Alpha Centauri? Yeah, Alpha Centauri. Give us a review. <laughs> Out of five, Still how many? Awesome. Five. Yeah. Five, perfect. Well, Alpha Centauri is one of, those. one of the best. I did finally beat uh, Wolfenstein, the New Order, and... <laughs> I'll just make a brief comment, and if anybody else in, in here is, or listening has finished the game, they'll they'll know what I mean. Uh, it has, you know, it's this it's this incredibly campy, like over the top game with mutants and monsters and all all kinds of zany stuff, and, and even the final boss is pretty pretty zany, and uh, and then it has just right after the most melodramatic ending that they could possibly shove in there. And, and it's super ridiculous. So if you haven't finished Wolfenstein, I would definitely recommend that you get to the end because <laughs> it's pretty good. I won't I won't ruin anything, though. I, I mean, I've been playing games, but coincidentally, it's the same games that 
we've probably or that you guys have already talked about on past podcasts. In fact, I already know because I did listen to the last podcast. Mm-hmm. I know that you guys have already talked about Watch Dogs for like three podcasts. So I'm not it's, even going to bring that up. It does. It does keep coming up. Uh, I think you're you're also in the uh, it's not very good camp, right? I mean, I know that Doug really loved it. I feel like all of its depth ended up being skin deep. <laughs> I I don't even right. I don't even know that there is depth to report. Uh, <laughs> I, I think that's a good description of that game, though. Is is skin deep? <laughs> and game of the year. Game. Well, I did I did also play uh, Divinity: Original Sin. It's, see, so we talked about that a little bit too. Uh, did yeah. you have you progressed any further in that, Doug? Are you done with that I've, yet? I'm no, I'm not done with it, not at all. But I have played quite a bit of it. Oh really? How how long would you say it is? Like how much have uh, you played so far? I'm think I'm I'm almost finished with Act Two, and I think there's like three, maybe like three point five acts. Um, but there's still a bunch for me to do. I know I'm bad at games, but uh, Doug, is is this game really fucking hard for some reason? There are there are parts that are they're difficult as shit. Yeah, and like, and not even just the battles because some of the battles can be really tricky, but. They don't do a very good job of telling you like where to go. Like the one example I can think of, there was a puzzle that involved to, in order to get into this middle room. I had to find four switches around the room, and they are they're like super tiny on the screen, so you can't hardly fucking see them. Mm-hmm. And I spent like twenty minutes looking around the goddamn room for these switches, and I just had to give up and go to like YouTube and find out. And the the quest log is no help at all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, you see, my first mistake when I played the game is I was trying to go through it in a linear fashion. And when I say linear, I mean I was trying to just stray off of any paths or roads. So what I did was when I got into that, fir- <laughs> when I got into that first town, uh, after you, you know, go get past the two drunk guards and so forth, um, I kept going through the other side to the other gate while I was still like level two only to find that there was like level six orcs all over the other side. And I was like, huh, oh, yeah. why can't I fucking progress in this game? I didn't realize until like an hour later that I had to go up the stairs. Well, and you have to like finish like a bunch of quests in the town to even be at the right level to yeah. fight anything outside. Yeah. Yeah, that's... <laughs> it's a fun game. It's just like you really have to put yourself back in the mindset of, oh, I'm well, playing a game true. where waypoints are no longer a thing apparently. Yeah. So it's, it plays like the old um, Infinity Engine games, right? Like Neverwinter and Baldur's Gate yeah. and stuff. Yeah, it's a lot yeah. like those. Okay. <laughs> That's actually a selling point for me. But. <laughs> yeah, I, I still haven't uh, still haven't bothered with it. But it, after talking to you guys about it, you were you know really convincing me on picking it up, and now maybe not so much. No, it's still good. It, it's still <laughs> I. It's just sometimes it's like God, you could give me a little bit of help, and it it wouldn't be that big a deal. It's like it's like when you're fighting with a dog to try to just pull something out of the dog's mouth and they just keep clamping down harder. It's like, will you give me a fucking single experience point? And it's like, no. And <laughs> everything is just a struggle. Every fight seems like it's a struggle unless it's like one of the beginning fights where they hand everything to you on a silver platter. I've learned in this game that you might as well just get a really strong character and load them up to being overburdened with like oil barrels and shit so that you can stack every card against the enemy. I just teleport people on top of other people and it just seems to destroy them. I didn't even know you could do that. Yeah, like, you can, I mean, you teleport hurts them, but if you actually drag them over, like, as close as possible, 
Like it will hit both of them for like the same amount of damage. Huh. That well, sounds. Then. That seems like a. Uh, I mean, is that fun? Like, is that a fun way to play it? It, it is fun. There's like lots of weird combinations that like that you can do extra damage for. I mean, you have like, to understand that this ways. game. This game rewards you for thinking way outside the box. Like, it's not just a matter of okay, I'm fighting this dude. It's like I'm fighting this dude, and there's a chandelier up there on the ceiling. And there's an oil barrel over there, and there's water on the ground, and you have to use all of that or else you get your ass kicked. I'm not sure if they patched it, but I think one of the things I read is the end boss, there's like a a spell that allows you to create lava on the floor, and you can just cast that spell underneath the final boss, and he dies instantly. Well, huh. That's, that's kind of awesome, but because yeah, I, 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 I was going to compare it to uh, to actually Wolfenstein, that game is pretty brutally tough sometimes because there's no your your health doesn't restore itself; it just rounds up to the nearest ten when you. So if you if you get knocked down to eight health, you'll just you'll actually round up to twenty when you're that low. But normally it just goes up to the tenth. And uh, I noticed when I was playing that I'd get stuck a lot because I'd get down to twenty health and then the game would checkpoint. <laughs> And uh, long story short, I would find a lot of like huge enemies on the other sides of uh, doorways. And if I was at 20 health, it just was impossible to take them face on. So what I would do is just edge slowly, slowly, slowly towards the doorway. And then I could usually see like their hand and I would just shoot their hand until they died. And that's, <laughs> that's not a particularly fun way to play the game. Yeah, that's how I played I Divine Cybermancy a lot. That's a fun yeah, game, it's, but it's, it's really rough. And, it is. and I mean, just it's designed rough. Like, nothing's polished. If you want a polished experience, then get the fuck away. But it has a weird charm to it. And there's a lot of that in that game because sometimes the difficulty gets so hard where you're just, you're just peeking around a corner shooting at somebody's hand and taking advantage of the fact that they can't see you yet, technically. See, sometimes I don't feel... like It's like in the original Dark Souls uh, when everybody... I, I don't even really know if it was intentional by the developers but you could get the drake sword by shooting the tail off of this dragon that couldn't reach you or hit you back in any way and it took forever and it it didn't feel like it was you know as designed uh but that game has so many like legs up over you that i didn't feel even remotely bad cheating a little bit to get it it's not really cheating but yeah (laughs) just gives you a slightly better weapon that for the very beginning part of the game yeah, yeah, but so, you know, it, I, I didn't feel too guilty about it. And it's the same in Wolfenstein. Like, yes, I killed a couple, like, big hulking enemies by just leaning around the corner to the point where they couldn't see me, but I could see them. <laughs> and uh, sometimes that didn't work either because I didn't have enough ammo. But for the most part, I think I, I got through it okay. But is that is that pretty much it? That's that's everybody's gaming experience for the week? I finished Walking Dead, but... Oh, uh, so did you even finish the episode that came out? Or no, you finished the first Walking Dead. First Walking Dead. Did a did a te- did a little tear run down your cheek? No, but it was pretty was pretty um, depressing. You were, did, did you actually manage to finish it and not have it spoiled at all? Yes. Really? Wow. That's actually yep. that's pretty good. I know. <laughs> that's pretty good. Yeah. Well, uh, hurry up and catch up on season two, and I think maybe when season two wraps up, we'll have a podcast just devoted to The Walking Dead. We can talk about because we. I feel like it's something that we've wanted to talk about for a long time, but yes. we just we never can because everyone is in different spots and different yes. places. And I would love to have like a totally spoiler laden, like all you know, full assault on the game. Because well, you know. W- 
there we we'd have to double our payload with that as well because I know that I saw Michael re, uh, did a review of um, the Wolf Within or the Wolf, Wolf Among Us. Wolf or, Among Us, yeah. Right, Wolf Among Us, and uh, yeah, I saw that he took that over, and I think he did a good job on the review and uh, his feelings. I mean, I haven't played, I haven't played all the chapters of it, but his feelings on the game completely mirrored mine. So I was pleased with his review. Uh, that's another game where we're gonna have to. Everybody who has the game is gonna have to play through the whole thing, and maybe we'll just have a big yeah, we should Telltale fest. That, that's what I'm thinking is we should just have like a Telltale uh, little little meeting about it because they're yeah. they're both excellent excellent games, and I I don't think that either one of them has had a a bad entry yet. Like there's definitely been weaker entries, but I don't think there's been anything that you you know I would ever compare to to being bad or ever would say was not good. <laughs> well, after after reading Michael's review, I mean, it wasn't really my radar, but after reading his review, it's definitely something that I might want to pick it up. The Wolf Among Us is pretty good, and I honestly feel like uh, I think he's. I think one of the criticisms, not criticisms, but one of the things that he pointed out is that the choices have a greater effect than they do in The Walking Dead on the story. They still don't have dramatic changes; like you're never going right. to completely change the ending. But they do feel a little bit more important than they do in The Walking Dead. And uh, it's it's nice. I really like it. And I would definitely, if you haven't picked it up and haven't bothered with it yet, because I, I wasn't going to, because I originally saw like the characters and I'm not familiar with the Fable series. And so I, I thought it looked yeah. kind of dumb and I wasn't really <laughs> interested uh, at all. And I was completely wrong. And I'm totally fine admitting that. Like I was oh. t- totally wrong about that game. I agree. It looked stupid when I first saw it, and I thought, huh, this looks like maybe like an adventure game that's sort of trying to pull up the idea that chicks are really into werewolves and vampires and shit right now. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, it looked. That, yeah. I, I get what you mean. It's, it's kind of like this, uh, I, I could see it fitting in line with like this paranormal teen romance Twilight yeah. <laughs> phase that we're in right now, and it, it's, no, it's nothing it's, even it's, close to it's that. More, it's more like... Uh, it's it's like taking all those fairy tales and weaving them into like a Breaking Bad sort of narrative. It was just my my original thought when I was reading about it was like I imagined a sexy Snow White cosplay, and I was like, no, 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 <laughs> <laughs> like that's, I thought it was going to be that kind of stuff, and it it totally yeah. wasn't. And uh, I I had some severely misplaced judgments there. So if you haven't played it, play it, and you know maybe maybe by the time season two of The Walking Dead wraps up, we can. We can talk about it in a little more detail. Um, well, hey, should, let's. Uh, you want? You guys want to do the thing that we can? This is the thing. So a few. This was a while ago, but I, I got a lot of feedback on it. Um, and you guys may not. Most of you weren't here. I think it was just Jason. But like our third podcast, we went out and we each played a terrible game. <laughs> and uh after we talked about our individual terrible games what we did is i i went on to amazon and i found a contrasting review basically so <laughs> yeah if, if it was a game that was you know renownedly going to receive one star i went on amazon and i'd find a five-star review and since then i got a lot of feedback saying that people really liked that that aspect of it and thought that All it right. was it was interesting and so 
I came up with a a game for us to play and for you at home to play as well. You know, you can you can play along as we go here. Basically, what I did is I did some research and I went out and I dug up a bunch of contrasting reviews. Now, some of these are great reviews for terrible games, and some of these are one star reviews for generally well accepted games. Right. So. Okay. Your guys' challenge is I'm going to read you the review, and as soon as you figure out what game it's for, and I'll censor it where I can to try and keep it uh, difficult, but as soon as you figure out what game it's for, just, just tell me, and I'll give you guys a second to guess if you can't, uh, if you can't figure it out, and then we'll, we'll reveal what it is. Doesn't that sound exciting? It does. Yes. It sounds super exciting. That's what do we win? Uh, let's see. Should, do you want me to keep score? Maybe we could do that. Let's, let me, uh, sure. <laughs> here, let me, let me make a... A little faux scoreboard here. And I'm not going to lie, some of these are going to be impossible, and some of these are going to be incredibly easy. But, okay. uh, but we'll, okay. we'll, just, we'll see how you guys do. So here's the first one. Uh, this is a five-star review by Shadow Sapphic TM. By the way, no Googling these. Here, here we go. If you are a gamer, stay away from this product at all cost. If you have brain cells, buy at once. This is an amazing interactive film that has time travel, fantastic weapons, and atmosphere that beats... So he makes a little joke here, and I I didn't get it at first. This game beats crap life and halitosis, which I think he meant meant, uh, half-life and halo, uh, into a bloody pulp. But maybe he also meant it's better than halitosis. Uh, Sure. Diverse environments, jaw-dropping level design, and amazing monsters provide you with a challenging adventure with sidekicks that actually work if you understand how to use the interface. I don't know what that means. (laughs) This game delivers on all levels, so think for yourself and have a great time with this film. (laughs) Film? film. What? Any any ideas? A time-traveling film with sidekicks and monsters. Yeah. Uh, Wolfenstein? You are actually, you are on the right track. You're in the vicinity. Anybody else got any ideas? Oh, my goodness. Can we, can we ask, like, now, did you pick any games that were in any way old? Yes, this game, this game I picked mostly newer stuff, but this game is relatively retro. Okay. I, I can give you the name of someone involved, but I think you guys would pick up on it almost immediately. Do you want me to give you a name? Um... I'm just going to say Time Turok sh- Dinosaur Hunter. See, you guys are on the right track. Like, you obviously picked up that it's Time a first... Time You've obviously picked up it's a first-person shooter. Time Splitters was a good game. <laughs> I know, but I don't know. I guess, so, I guess so was this, according to this guy. Here's your, yeah. here, here's your big hint. Are you ready? Uh, sure. This game, its uh, notable creative director is John Romero. Oh, fuck. Does nobody know? Daikatania? There you go. It, it, uh, that's not quite the name. It's Daikatana, but yes. Oh, whatever. I don't know. Daikatania. That's fine. We'll give it to that's where That's where all the dikes live. It's a classic. <laughs> Everyone. I thought, it, I thought it was a ship that sunk with a bunch of lesbians on it. <laughs> Either way. <laughs> you know. All right. Pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, our next review is a five-star review by Christopher G. Johnson, and he drops a lot of hints as to the game's title in the review, but it's not a game that was very popular, so I'll be impressed if you guys get it. Uh, here we go. He says, This game, Ios, he meant is, Ios, your destiny. It has Amazon voice act and graphic combined with great stories and play. 
you can be all I won't say what this is. You can be all blank and fight bad dudes. You can get new power. I think you meant power and upgrade them. And it has online play with 16 on 16. Here's here's a good hint. <laughs> Best Marvel game I play since Ultimate Alliance 2. And, and he gives a very good hint to the title in the opening sentence. He says, this game, I S your destiny. X-Men Destiny? It is. It's X-Men Destiny. There you go. So anyway, oh, I have multiplayer. Uh, apparently, it has 16 versus 16 multiplayer. <laughs> I don't even think that's true. But... I don't even think there are 16 people that play the yeah. game. Yeah. 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 Uh, all right. Perfect. Perfect. So let's move on. Let's let's switch things up a little bit. So we did a bunch of five-star reviews. Let's go ahead and do a one-star review. This one-star review is brought to us by Wake and Blake. So you... <laughs> So you know it's good. That's the best. Uh, name. Here we go. This review says, Just wow. Didn't see that coming today, I tell ya. We are in 2013. What kind of is this? They made these sort of games 16 years ago when I was kid. I feel scammed. <laughs> the graphics are such crap that I would prefer reading the comic than finish this game. And the gameplay is so simple that a two-year-old could do this. I still can't believe how this rating is so high. Are they paying you for these good rating? Seriously, what the fuck? Uh, that's kind of, that's a little vague. 2013. Well, I'm walking I'm dead. assuming it has to do with a comic. Luc- so. Lucio yeah. just got it. It is The Walking Dead. Wow. So, wait, they were bitching about the graphics? They were bitching huh. about the graphics. The graphics are crap, and he would prefer reading the comic than finish this game. Huh. So, anyway. I'll be damned. This one's this one's tricky, but I think there's enough here that you guys can get it. Uh, this review is by Killer Hot, and it is a one-star review. He says, Disappointing, very disappointing. Its story is so crappy, and I know the reason why Peel like this garbage of... <laughs> I know the reason why P.O. like this garbage because of her. She is hot and beautiful, but story hate it. And because of this game, I will never buy another game in the series. What? Bioshock Infinite? Nope. Not sounds Bioshock. like a sounds like a Tomb Raider game it is. of some sort. It's Tomb Raider 2013. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Sounds like, yeah. There okay. you go. All right. So everybody's got one except for... No, everyone's got one. I was to the understanding that two. that latest Tomb Raider game was supposed to be like all about story so yeah well it's crappy story and people peel only like it because yeah. she is hot and beautiful. only pee holes like it only pee holes like it um i don't think any of you guys may actually know of the existence of this game so i'll be extra impressed but let's see let's see how we so you'll i'll i'll go ahead and leave in all the words so that you know what series this is part of and your goal really is to just tell me the title of the game so okay. great graphics that's oh I'm sorry so I didn't I'm doing this wrong this is by Turkish critic and it's a five-star review he says great graphics music from previous FF titles that make you nostalgic to the good old days innovative tap gameplay and the first game in the series where you can send out a whole platoon to fight enemies Final Fantasy all the bravest oh my god you knew the name of it <laughs> the rest of the review only four bucks so this is definitely a must buy for every ff fan forget ff versus 13 this is the real deal <laughs> oh lord that's my favorite that's my favorite part right there is innovative tap gameplay uh yeah as soon as you told me that i knew what it was i mean duh come on <sighs> 
Um, okay, this next one is really long, uh, but everybody in here has played this game. So uh, okay. this is a one-star review by Max. Here we go. Hey, Max. Complicated storyline. There is often a limited sense of direction. Although your objectives or directions are usually handed from an NPC in a town, a castle, or a cave, you may still find yourself having to keep a pen and paper handy so you won't forget where to go. Enemies in the game never drop anything but gold, experience points, and replenishment to your HP MP. All your gear is coming out of a treasure chest in some dungeon. Poor characterization. All your playable characters are one-dimensional and have very feeble personalities. By this, I mean there's very little feeling, emotion, or even romantic involvement between characters, save for something shallow between, and I won't say their names, but blank and blank. Bottom line, replay value doesn't come from the multiple endings the game has to offer or the handful of choices that you can make to encounter those endings. Replay value is associated with forgetting how bad this game is and in trying <laughs> and in trying to overlook all its many drawbacks. The terrible cover art on the box should have been the first warning. That one's pretty vague. I don't know if you guys could get it. I'll give you a hint. It's a game for the Super Nintendo. Oh wow! And Chrono Trigger? It is. It's Chrono Trigger. What? A Are you kidding me? That is a one-star review for Chrono wow. Trigger. Wow! Somebody get Chrono Trigger. Who's this guy? Let's go hunt him now. He's Max. What's his name? Matt Mo. Oh, fuck Max. <laughs> Could we ask Max which SNES games he thought were good? Uh, actually, I I had to cut out the review because I'm not even joking about how long it was. He prefers <laughs> Final Fantasy three. Oh well. But he calls it three Final or six. Well, it was right, right, right. So he calls it three. So what does he know? Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Uh, fuck you, Max. This one is, Max, fuck you. This one is very short. We'll see how you guys do. This is a five-star review uh, by Joran, and it says, Just like L.A. Noir, but in present day with a supernatural twist. Very fun, and you can possess a cat. Oh, murder soul suspect. Yes, murdered soul suspect. <laughs> Go figure that. Why? that. <laughs> It's very fun, and you can possess a cat. That's a lie. Well, no, the cat you can possess, but it's a lie. It's, it's pretty good. It's not very fun. Okay, this is my favorite review that I found, but I don't know that you guys will ever get it, uh, because I'm pretty sure that he put it under the wrong game. <laughs> so, so let's see how you do. So uh, this review is by Rondi, and it is a one-star review. So... It's a fighting game. Yes, not another fighting game. You groan, one versus one, on a screen walking left and right. Punch, kick, fire, laser blasts. I don't see why they need to make yet another fighting game. We already have Mortal Kombat and Street Fighter on the Vita. Now this in a cartoony fashion with worse graphics? Why would anyone play this? Mortal Kombat has digitized life action. Plus, each and every fighter in this one is some sort of unrealistic, over-the-top Japanese freak. Pay 40 bucks for this? Five stars? Are you joking? And then there's like seven question marks. Is this like that Persona fighting game? You're on the right track, but that's not what this game is. That's not what this review is not categorized under that. Any ideas? What was that? Blaze Blue? 
No, unfortunately, not Blaze Blue. So, wait, so he's talking about a fighting game. Is the game that he is ta- that it's uh, categorized under not a fighting game? The game it is categorized under is under Persona no Persona 4 Golden. There you go. Lucio, you're on fire. <laughs> this is a review for Persona 4 Golden. <laughs> okay. <laughs> which is which is not a fighting game. <laughs> but, uh, but there you go. Rondi did not like it. Well, huh. it is a pretty shitty fighting game. I mean, yeah, as far as fighting games go, I guess it's actually Persona one of... Persona 4 Golden is pretty bad, yes. Persona 4 Golden is one of the worst fighting games. Kind of like Super Mario Brothers. Exactly. Yeah. It's a fucking terrible fighting game. Not my favorite racing game either. Yep. <laughs> yeah, exactly. it's not very good. The, there's, the cars aren't even realistic. It's stupid. So. <laughs> All right, here we go. Well. This is a one-star review from Wanda Goodfellow. Wanda says, "Fellow, Wanda, Wanda, good fellow." Okay. Wanda says, "I bought this game last night. I don't see how anybody's gonna get this, but we'll see. I bought this game last night and started playing it today. Wait, I didn't play anything. For the first twenty-five minutes, all I did was read and click for the next dialogue. Where's the game? What a waste of money. I feel like I'm reading an ebook instead of playing a game. And I've read other reviews saying they went to level three and quit." I'm not even going to try to get to that level. <laughs> it's not. That's pretty vague. I'll give you a hint. It's on the 3DS. Nine hours, nine people, nine door, whatever the fuck it's called. No, it's not 999. Until you said level three, I could have swore it was Dragon Age. It is not. <laughs> Lots of dialogue. Uh, Lots of Phoenix dialogue. Wright or uh, Phoenix Wright? There you go. Doug got it. Phoenix Wright. Huh. Well, he should have read about the game first. Yeah, that's it's uh not quite right. There's also there are a lot of reviews for Phoenix Wright uh, that are like I'm a lawyer and this game makes me mad because the law is not accurate. <laughs> so okay, there you have it. Um, and and so we have made it to our last one. We have a review by R J Gut, and it is a five star review. He says. I am very glad I did not listen to all the hate reviews. The shooting aspect is spot on. However, in this game, there's far more than just shooting. Interacting with different things happens often. Hacking consoles, space driving, and easy platforming are found throughout the game. Some of the controls are a little wonky, but they are nothing to cry about. Interacting with items is key to completing missions and was fun. I am not usually good at some of things found in game, but I managed to complete it. Voice acting, and here's your hint, voice acting is top notch. The movie actors really did well, especially, well, we'll blank it out and we'll let you guys guess and then I'll put it back in if we need to, especially blank. Within the game, you may play co-op or solo. I played solo and my partner did well controlled by the AI. This game also has very nice checkpoints throughout the game. So there's there's a hint right there. This game has very nice checkpoints. Okay. I really liked this game. Some parts were tricky, but overall it was enjoyable. Oh, the facial graphics could have been a little better, but overall the graphics were fine. This was a fun game to play. I am glad I did play this game. Any idea or do you need the actor? Is that that game that uh, Jason reviewed, X Rebirth or whatever? No, because remember, so here's here's an important line. Voice acting's top notch. The movie actors really did well. 
especially here's your hint and you guys someone should get this immediately after i say it the movie actors did really did well especially chris pine star trek it is yes it is for star trek i think that was 2013 which Mm. a lot of people don't even know about it but it's yeah it's bad 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 i didn't even know there was one i just got it because of chris pine it's it's really really awful. So and the the big problem that it has, I would say, is actually uh, I think I, I played it a little bit, and it's it's the aiming. There's just something wrong with it. I've never played a, a shooter on a console where the aiming felt like a software mouse. Like that's not a what? problem. If that's what it feels like. I don't know how to describe it other yeah. than that. But like, you guys know what I'm talking about, right? Like like original Dead Space. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, oh shit. It's it's kind of like that. So. Well, if it has good voice acting, then it's better than X Rebirth. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, that's the thing, first thing that came to my mind. Well, but so when these people leave these reviews, they're usually wrong about everything else. So when they say that the voice acting was really good, it was probably actually really really terrible. Yeah, that's what I assumed. I mean, shit. This this guy hated Chrono Trigger. Yeah, exactly. I mean, voice acting is pretty bad in Chrono Trigger though. Uh, no, he's he's totally on the money about that. And to be fair, it is a pretty bad fighting game too. No, and that guy's right too. Persona Four is the worst fighting game that I have ever played. Uh, yeah, that that one definitely takes the takes the cake as my favorite. I thought that was a gem. So look, I guess at, he's right though. No, he's he's a hundred percent right. So really, I'm the idiot for picking it yeah. to to put into our our little game that we played here. So uh, tallying up our scores, Lucio is the winner with six. Mm. Doug is in second with three, and Jason is in third with one. And if you're if you're playing at home, I I hope you got them all right and did a lot better than we did. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I'm I'm a little bit proud that I didn't know most of these. No, I mean, for the most part, that's probably a good thing uh, that you wouldn't associate all those bad things with it. And, and I mean, you obviously, like, has anybody here actually played Daikatana? No. Nope. Yep. Uh, no. <laughs> so Are every, you sure? You're somewhere sure. Just. Everybody, everybody won. Um, I, there were a couple obvious ones that I was going to try and fit in here, but there are literally some games that you cannot find a good review for period <laughs> like like there were there were games that i definitely was like oh i'm going to have to include you know this amongst the list and it just wasn't there let me let me tell you what some of them are so the first one that i i was going to find a bad review for that just sim- or a good review for rather that just doesn't have one is superman 64 Wow. There is mm. not a single good review that is serious. Like these ones at least have some hint of of reality to them. There is not a single good review for Superman 64. Um the other ones that that came out particularly bad, Bubsy 3D. I couldn't find anything good about Bubsy 3D. Uh Charlie's Angels and Aquaman both for the GameCube. I didn't uh, even know they had games. Yep, both of them have games, and you cannot find a good review for either of them. Uh, Sonic the Hedgehog 2006, <laughs> very difficult to find a positive review for. And uh, and then the last one that I, I had a very, very hard time finding a good review for was uh, Ridge Racer for the Vita. That's a pretty notoriously bad game 
and no one liked it. Oh, and big rigs. I tried to. Yeah, that was what I'm saying. Big rigs. I tried to find one for big rigs over the road racing, and there's there's just nothing that isn't like very very blatantly obvious. Uh, yeah, yeah. I was gonna say there used to be a community that I knew of that was specifically like big rig supporters, but I think they were full of shit. Although they would swear that they weren't. So. Like, that was it. Was like their in joke that you know. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, it's got to be something like that. Yeah, anyway, well well done, Lucio. Your prize, I guess we didn't really talk about prizes. Um, <laughs> hmm. I, m- maybe your prize could be one of the games with the five-star ratings. That would be nice. So, Daikatana. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. What's your, what's your choice? You want, you want Daikatana? No, that's all right. No, let's get that sent over to you. Hang on here. <laughs> I'm just pulling up. Pull I don't, up. Need, games I don't need any more games on my Steam list. Come uh, on. Do you have a floppy drive? Can I get it to you on disk? <laughs> yeah, let's do that. Let's put it, in, and then I'll frame it with the uh, ET and now you you uh, you, you picked up X Men Destiny pretty quickly. Had you actually played that? No, but I followed the court case very closely. The court case. I'm actually. What, what happened with X Men Destiny? Well, um, Silicon Knights sued um, Bungie over the engine. Oh, that's and right. They lost, and as part of the settlement, they had to destroy all the copies of that and to human. That's right. I totally forgot about that. Um, so that it was, was, you know, it was one of those things where, like, I, I know they're horrible games, but it still felt necessary to have to destroy them. Yeah, that's extra extra cruel to destroy it. And actually, uh, the good news is is that you can still buy it on Amazon. Oh, never mind. Maybe you can't buy it anymore. So I guess you should have picked it up while you could. Uh, I, I actually thought about it, and then I was like, uh, I don't really want to own it. It's <laughs> it's pretty bad for... from. Oh, no, here it is. $18. Never mind, you're good. $18? $18 for an out-of-print for game. For that game? Yep. Oh, my I goodness. Yep. I don't care if it's out-of-print. I think that's a disc- I think that's a super discount for an out-of-print game. Nah. I say pick it up. Uh, <laughs> you can send it to me, Jared. Definitely pick it up. It's weird. There's a there's an astonishing number of Marvel games that are out of print. Like that, they just seem to have bad luck with that. <laughs> Probably like lose the rights, and so then they can't print it anymore, or something. I would bet. Yeah. So like, I know that happened with Deadpool, and they had to pull it off Steam and uh, and all that good stuff. I'm I'm sure it's happened in other scenarios too that I'm just not thinking of. But uh, Deadpool is the other one that comes to mind. There's a there's a Captain America game on the PlayStation 3, but I never I never played that. I wonder if that's in print. Well, either way, we're 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 moving past here. There is actually I did get I got this email a couple weeks ago and I didn't read it. Um and it's it seems perfect to read tonight. Uh hang on here, let me pull it up. Is it Parker again? It's not Parker. This one's not Parker. This one's somebody else. This do we get emails from real people now? We do, yeah. we do. But I and I ignored I this. We'll... You'll see why I ignored this one. Okay. Uh, we have one email tonight. It's from Matt, who asks, "Are you ready?" Okay. He asks, "Where is Jason?" <laughs> Seriously? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't know how to answer that question. So there you it's, go. It, I know it's like a disappointed child asking, "Where'd Daddy go?" <laughs> <laughs> well, he's on a business trip. Why is this man delivering the intro so poorly? 
<laughs> Why does Jason sound like a girl now? That's literally all it is. There's nothing else in the email. It's not signed. It's not... There, there's no there's no salutation line. It's just a single line that just says, where is Jason? I actually was wondering if Jason had sent it. But. <laughs> I, I, that's absolutely shocking to me. Well, you know, I'm, I'm here now. And um, it's a complete coincidence, by the way, that I dropped in on the 40th episode. But it's a, it's a good coincidence. And it's also a complete coincidence that after this guy asks, where's Jason, I should pop up. Yeah, no, um, that's but, perfect. But to answer your question, here I am. Um, rocky like a hurricane yeah rocky like a hurricane and i you probably won't see me again for a while but you can ask about me again yeah write us more write us someone jason and he will come yeah yeah just just think of him just wish (laughs) go in the bathroom and turn the lights off and say jason three times and he'll appear Just, just behind you. The, now, be careful. You have to really be clear about that, that you are looking for Jason Brown, not Jason Voorhees. Uh, right. Because that could yield entirely different and, and much more unwanted results. You can also summon me by taking a big cauldron out into your backyard and burning a copy of Mirror Moon. <laughs> now, actually, I don't, I don't know if you saw this either, but uh, just uh, let's just make tonight catch Jason up on things night. Uh, sure. We we did get we did get a comment on the Mirror Moon review. I don't, did you get a chance to see that at all? Oh no, not if that was recent. Oh yeah, it was just a couple weeks ago, and this is just a totally random comment from some stranger on the internet. But he just popped up and he said, "I just thought this would make you feel good." Sure. He, he said, "Oh man, this is from Joseph." Joseph says, "Oh man." I'm glad I'm not the only one who thought this game sucked major ass. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought that was good. I, I thought that was going to be a comment saying that I'm full of shit. I don't know that that's quite the phrasing that we used. I don't think we said it sucked major ass. I think we just said. Uh, but I did dedicate an entire Halloween special to how much Mirror Moon sucked. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> so. <laughs> yep. So well, it's the spirit. It's the spirit of the. Of the review, pretty much. Well, you know, I'm really feeling the love now. We got people wondering where I am and appreciating my work. Understood. Like six months after I've written it. You know, agreeing. Yeah, I mean, and that that's what kills me about this is this guy was obviously like in the fourth page of Google searching for Mirror Moon reviews. And this guy was this guy was mad. He just got done playing Mirror Moon and he's like, someone else has to think this game sucks balls. <laughs> like, goddamn. I'm going to click every link in Google under Mirror Moon review until I find the one that agrees with me. And, yeah, uh, and here we are. Here, here you are. Have many friends. It's lime. It's perfect. It's perfect. Well, hey, if uh, I think I think that that's probably uh, probably about it. So we're actually going to wrap up a little early today. Um, but if you'd like to send us some more emails and inquire where your favorite people are, like Michael, nobody sent him an email. Yeah, or Jay, or Jay. Yeah, when will someone write about that? Uh, or it's if it's black, isn't it? Also, if you have been on this podcast and would like to send us an email as somebody else asking where you are, do that too. You can send all those emails to contact at enemyslime.com and uh, those will come right to us and we'll, we'll read them up and we'll, we'll, we'll you know, put them right here on the, on the old podcast for you. Make you feel good. So. Oh, yes. You can also follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We are at The Enemy Slime on both of those services. And if you haven't already, of course, go check our website at enemyslime.com. You can see all our former podcasts there. You can also subscribe to us on iTunes. We'd, that'd be great. Why don't you do that? Why are you still... This yeah. is obviously over. We're on the downswing here. Why aren't you out subscribing? Please just 
Listen to all the old podcasts. Remember the good times when I was still here. Yeah, listen to the old ones. Uh, you know, play play an old timey record in the background quietly. You know, while yeah. you're enjoying it, and I think that'll I think that'll go a long way too. Sip some brandy and wear a tweed jacket. There you go. <laughs> well, you remember the far off times of 2013. Yeah. Yep. Those those were the days. All right. Well, I think that should do it for our for our big four zero. Thank you guys for listening so far. I've I've been really impressed with the number of people who've hung on that long. So, uh, thank you if you if you're a continued listener. And if this is your first time joining us, go listen to all the other ones because they're all just as good as this one. Ooh, my battery's full on my phone. Oh, oh, that means we gotta go. All right. <laughs> There you go. Off, off we go to phone land. So with that, do you want to say it, Jason? And with that, I think we're out. Dancing may do this and that And help you take off lots of fat But I'm no friend of dancing when it's hot So if you are a dancing fool Who loves to dance but can't keep cool Bear in mind the idea that I've got